Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. And it's good to be on the air. And uh, Paul, are you actually on the air? Oh, no, he's not there yet. No. Oh, my gosh. He was doing a weather forecast. He was giving us the weather. And then all of a sudden, boom, he's gone. But that's okay. David and Paul are actively working to get him back on the air. Jordana here. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate your time today. Um, Exciting day. I know it makes no difference to you, dear listener, but I'm back in the studio. And this is fun. I'm back, I'm back with David. We're six feet apart right now, huh? Very exciting. It's a different energy coming to work when you've got coworkers in the building, even in the room. So right. I, I was very glad to see you in the building today. Saw my boss, went into his office. He's like, I didn't know you were coming in today. I said, I appreciate the, the surprise factor. <laughs> got to see Adam Carter. Got to see Adam from Jack FM. Uh, got to see Dan Cook. All the stars are shining today. So it was. Uh, it is great to be back in studio. And if you are watching at 3.35, I know you'll be listening and I do appreciate that. But uh, you can also be watching at 3.35 on our Facebook and our Twitter, uh, the WCCO Facebook and Twitter, because you will see our interview with Ken Edelman. We try to live stream with video as many opportunities as we can with high-profile guests. And Ken Edelman is the former U.S. ambassador to the U.N. under Ronald Reagan. Uh, so he will be joining us at 335. And, of course, you'll be hearing it right here on the uh, radio. But you'll also get to see us on the live stream. And you can see me and David back in studio. And um, and hopefully Paul will be joining. <laughs> you there, buddy? Is he talking? Yeah, there he is. Okay. There he is. Am I there? Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Are you there? Are can you, you hear yet? me now? Are you there yet? <laughs> Good grief. I, I am using AOL to connect. That could be part of the problem. Hey, don't judge my AOL. It has never failed me. Don't. I yeah. still have AOL. Okay. Do not judge. So uh, hey, welcome. Thank you. It's, yeah. it's, it's good to here. be here. And I'm just, I'm amazed by what's going on. Troubled, yeah. because I'm not sure Putin is a stable actor right now. There are a lot of people who say maybe he went off the deep end and he's not thinking rationally, logically. We don't know. But, Jor, a global plague... Yeah could not unite us revulsion at vladimir putin his pure evil this invasion uh this destruction of the act of law and the idea of sovereignty just might unite us in a way that we have not been united before not just in the united states but worldwide sure. mm-hmm. it it's amazing and and look um with <laughs> So I'm just going to take this segment. Something I noticed over the weekend, and and I believe what Paul is getting to, is this act of courage by Vladimir Zelensky. We saw the world 
this weekend rally around Ukraine. And, and Paul's right. A, a global pandemic could not unite us. It, it divided us further, whether or not we should wear masks, whether or not we should get vaccinated. That was, that was the worst of humanity we saw when we were tested and we epically failed. This time, with this um, wanting to save Ukraine and unite against a, with a sovereign nation against an oppressor, against an instigator, against an occupier, um, has been life-affirming, has been heartwarming. We all know now that President Biden invited uh, Vladimir, Vladimir Zelensky to get out of the country, and he said no. He said, I don't need a ride. I need ammunition. That, my friends, is bravery, is courage, is faith, is, is what we want in a world leader. And Vladimir Zelensky embodied that over the weekend when the world, not just Ukraine, when the world needed him to. And I am in such support, of course, of the Ukrainian people. But boy, did they elect the right leader. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Yeah, you're right. And and George Zelensky, I, you know, there was it was interesting to me because Putin has this narrative going that uh, he's liberating the people of Ukraine, right? He's a liberator denazifying Ukraine. Putin's words. Yeah, a lie, but, not a narrative. He's lying about it, that. It, but it's yes. a lie, of course. Mm, of course. But here's the deal. And I didn't realize this. A Jewish Ukrainian family had four brothers. Three of those brothers were murdered by the Nazis in the Holocaust. One survived. His grandson, the surviving brother, his grandson is President Volodymyr Zelensky. And, and look, they have a population of 44 million, former member of the Soviet Union. They don't want handouts. They don't want special favors. All they want is freedom and self-determination. They want to be a part of Europe, not Russia. Mm-hmm. And, Jor, their biggest export, it turns out, is heroes. It's, it's amazing how everybody is stepping up. They are the most badass country mm-hmm. out there right now. And they're serving as an inspiration for the rest of us you know, that have been mm-hmm. enjoying the fruits of democracy for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. That's what they want. They want the same thing we have. That's and that's an existential threat to Putin. That, all of those things are true. Uh, We support, I support Vladimir Zelensky, the people of Ukraine, and I hope they turn back their oppressors and remain a free Mm -hmm. nation. I hope they join the EU. I then hope they join um, any organization globally that they need to join to keep themselves safe and contribute to democracy across the globe. Uh, Let's take a quick break. When we return, Lorraine Snyder Hanley, she's 90 years old. She immigrated from Ukraine. She and her daughter wrote a best-selling book together called Miracles on My Doorstep. We will hear from them next. Welcome back. Maybe now everybody realizes they either know somebody from Ukraine, know somebody who's in Ukraine, knows a friend of a friend, um, goes to a business that is owned by Ukrainians. By now, we have all made some kind of connection because – Human nature, at least most of human nature, is wanting to help, is reaching out, wanting to hear your story. How can I help? How can I be of assistance? And if you maybe have not connected with anybody from Ukraine, you are about to. Lorraine Snyder Hanley. She's 90. 
She emigrated from Ukraine. She and her daughter have written a best-selling book together called Miracles on My Doorstep, Immigrating to America, Faith Finds Freedom. Linda Kay, her daughter, and Lorraine Snyder Hanley, the authors, are joining us now. Ladies, welcome to the show. Thank you so much well, for having me. Oh gosh, I'm Thank so you. I'm thrilled to have both of you. I think this is uh, amazing, and I'm glad we found you. And and Lorraine, let's start with you. Now, listeners, remember Lorraine is the mom. Is the mom? She's 90, and she immigrated from Ukraine. Uh, Lorraine, just share some thoughts as you're watching on TV, seeing what's happening. Tell us if you still have family that's over there. Uh, what, what goes through your mind when you watch the events unfold? It's very sad when I watch <clears throat> the people there are fighting so hard. To keep the freedom they have, uh, they don't want to go back into tyranny. What was what was happening years ago? They were under the uh, the pogroms. They were being persecuted, massacred for having any belief at all. The main problem with Ukraine today is they they have waited probably too long. But we have to give them so much credit. So much credit for hanging on to what they know is free, free, and freedom to express their views, to buy a car, to go to the store, to have total, total freedom to do what they want to do. Yeah. Lorraine uh, and Linda, this is Paul. Hopefully you can hear Hi, me okay. Paul. And I'm, 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 I'm thrilled that you get... Hello, hello. Welcome. Um, I, I was just going to ask you. Lorraine. I, I want to ask both of you. Talk to us a little bit. Is it a love-hate relationship with with Russia? Um, because many Ukrainians have friends, family in Russia, and vice versa. So it it's sort of tell us a little bit about that dynamic. And it strikes me that well, I think that we have to remember that. Uh, Ukraine was under Russia's rule for many, many, many years when it was USSR. And when the uh, Stalin reign came, and then, of course, after that, the communism, uh, prior to that, many people were afraid, extremely afraid for what little bit of freedom they did have left, which wasn't much. Uh, they were under serfdom, peasants. Uh, I'm going to let Linda take over from here. <laughs> okay, thanks, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> I think that your to to your question and to the point is you can't hate your own, can you? Mm. Mm, that's so true. No, it's hard, and, and you really can't because you know, as Mom was just talking about it, they're intertwined with each other. You have many generations of people that were under the rule of USSR. Mm-hmm. It was called Russia, mm-hmm. and. The ability to become statehood then is not lost on me either because, you know, today as we fight for many freedoms that we take for granted, we only need to look that it's not too far from being able to be taken by force or by rule. And I I think that, uh, as I was saying to mom earlier, my heart goes out to the families that have lost people already, that... This is a resilient people. We were looking at uh, some footage earlier about the women that were getting into vehicles to go to war. Women in tennis shoes and regular clothes, like they were just uh, going to the store or going out for a jog. 
with rifles. And I said to mom, I, I don't know that I could do that. And mom was like, oh, yeah, you could. And you would. You're Ukrainian. You're of good stock. But you don't understand how you will be tested until you're in the middle of it. Well, I do remember my, you know, my father speaking so harshly of the, the um, freedoms. There were none. Uh, back when they were there, my parents were there, they were pushed under a law that the government, this was under the czar, uh, uh, you can have 40 acres, but you have to work for us 11 and a half hours a day to pay for that. And it might take you 40 years, and it probably would, because that 11 and a half hours belonged to them. And then they wanted half of the profits of anything that was grown on that land. That's not a very good way of life. Not a, so when my parents were able to get out of there and give me a chance to be a free American, I am going to stand strong with Ukraine. Thank you. Ukraine for standing up for what you want and what you need. This is not a love-hate relationship. It's a survival relationship. Survival to keep doing what they want to do. Lorraine, share with us when and how your family immigrated to the United States. I'm going to let Linda take this one. Well, they started their migration uh, during, as she mentioned, during the Bolshevik uh, Revolution and the beginning of Stalinism, which then became communism. So that would be the late 1895. The rest of the family came some years later, but before World War II. And uh, we've lost touch, with, of course, with many people. And as I watched the news of the Ukrainian crying as he put his children on the train, I'm certain that uh, the fa- my own family went through that same struggle that they knew they would never see them again. And in this instance, we hope and pray that this man will see his children again. But as he put them on the train, I couldn't help but feel the same thing far from the home I love. Well, I think also uh, we have to remember that it was a struggle for monetarily, the financial, it was a strain for them to even try to get into America. Uh, They pooled their money and they helped others. This was not just a singular family. This was many people helping each other. And families helping families is what I'm saying. Helped each other try to get into and to immigrate into America. They have got their uh, pass to America through ships, came into the ports of uh, Ellis Island, became naturalized citizens right away. First thing they taught is we don't follow the ways of the old world. We follow the new world. We're going to go in to teach our children English. We are going to accept what America has to give democracy. We cannot bring our old ways into this new country. We have such freedom here. Freedom, freedom is what their main mantra was. Well, they brought old ways, Mom. You know, they brought culture. They brought the culture, the love of music and the love of food and and fellowships and hard work and ethics. So, you know, they did bring much yeah, but they didn't bring their political um, ideas into America. They accepted what America gave them. 
Yes, they brought the beauty of the Ukrainian culture, Linda, and we That's definitely right. appreciate that and we are grateful for it. We only have um, uh, maybe about 45 seconds left, but can you both share with me what is your wish for Americans to know about Ukraine or the Ukrainians that are there today? What's your message? My message My message is that the Ukrainian are strong and resilient people. And uh, as mom said, they might have waited a bit long to get into the EU or NATO, but certainly not without trying. And uh, the effort that they're making now on a worldwide stage, my heart goes out to them. And my prayers are with their family that there is a ceasefire that happens immediately. And my messages come together, unite in thought and prayer, and pray for a solidarity before Ukraine. Linda Kay and Lorraine Snyder Hanley, co-authors of Miracles on My Doorstep, Immigrating to America, Faith Finds Freedom. I know you two ladies are working on another book. We will look for it and anxiously await it. I want to thank you so much for coming on the show today and sharing your Ukrainian experience. Well, thank Thank you for having us. Thank you. you got Thanks, it. Paul. Thanks, Susanna. You got it. Yeah. Well, what a beautiful relationship, too, between mother and daughter. That's so lovely and, and their shared heritage. And um, I, I can only imagine, you know, what goes through their minds as they watch their homeland uh, suffering, suffering as they're watching this. When we return, Ken Edelman. Ken Edelman was the deputy U.S. ambassador to the United Nations under Ronald Reagan during Ronald Reagan's talks with Mikhail Gorbachev. We are going to talk with Ken. What should the U.N. be doing? What would his advice to be to world leaders as he once watched them negotiate? What would he tell them now? That's next. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Once upon a time, world leaders including the president or, or the, the leader of the free world at the time it was president ronald reagan of the from the united states came together and made agreements then president ronald reagan in 1987 met with soviet general secretary mikhail gorbachev signing the arms control agreement banning the use of immediate range nuclear missiles that was the intermediate nuclear forces reduction treaty it happened in 1987. Someone who had a front row seat to that is our next guest. Kenneth Edelman was the deputy U.S. ambassador to the United Nations for two and a half years, working with Gene Kirkpatrick. He also served as director of the U.S. Arms Control and Disarmament Agency for nearly five years during the Reagan administration. He was an advisor to the president um, during the summits between President Reagan and Mikhail Gorbachev. He is joining us on the line now. Ken, we are so grateful to have you on the show. Well, thank you. It's wonderful to talk to you, Jordana, and it's really nice that um, Minneapolis is so balmy these days with the 42 degrees. <laughs> That's right. I'm, I'm glad about that. You've been here, so you know that it gets cold. So, yes, we, we're grateful. It really gets cold. We'll take yeah. what we can get. Um, yes, so, Ken, before we get into the nuts and bolts of Reagan at Reykjavik and, and what you were what you witnessed um, as the, the U.N. ambassador to, to the, the U.S. ambassador to the U.N., excuse me, just kind of ballpark it for me what you're seeing when you watch what is happening, the Soviet invasion of Ukraine on the screen, on your television screen in your home. What are your th- thoughts? My thoughts are that it's a new era, that the kind of world that Reagan and Gorbachev had created, and both men were great men of history, is has now ended. That um, Vladimir Putin does things that, you know, are irrational, and uh, that it goes back to the whole idea that history is made by individuals. You know, it uh, in Colorado, home, we have all the collection of the Time Magazine Person of the Year since 1927, with starting with Lindbergh and going uh, till uh, you know just last December. And the whole uh, idea of the Time Magazine, which was started in 1923, is that they put people on the cover, and for their the Person of the Year, one person on the cover, because people really do shape history. And Reagan and Gorbachev certainly did that in 1986, and Putin does that right now. Hey, Ken, this is Paul. I hope you can hear me okay. I can Uh, hear you great, Paul. Welcome to the show. Great to have you here. Hey, I know we don't want to get into a shooting war between Russia and NATO and the United States, but these economic sanctions are on a whole nother level. I mean, one analyst said on a scale of 1 to 10, it's a 10, and it could literally bring down the Russian economy. Um, 
I'm I'm just curious. Do you do you think this is going to change behavior on the part of Putin? It's certainly going to make him very uncomfortable. Okay, <clears throat> um, it's not going to change the near term uh, behavior because he's very invested in this policy. But what it can change, Paul, is that people around Putin and supporting Putin uh, begin to look at each other. You know, when they <clears throat> go off uh, away from his presence and look at each other and say, what happened here? I mean, you know, what got into him? Well, wh- where did this go wrong? Because it really does make no sense. The Thucydides, you know, writing about history and looking at how war started many years ago, uh, said that there are three real things that prompt a country into war. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it was fear and interest, and honor, okay? There's nothing to fear about Ukraine if you're a Russian leader. They're not going to attack. They're not going to do anything. Uh, In terms of the interest, you know, this is, uh, you're not going to get anything by going to war in Ukraine that you couldn't get by just trading and peaceful. In fact, as you say, Paul, the sanctions, you're going to lose a lot. But you do have honor, and honor has been discounted in history as important. And what honor means is that Vladimir Putin felt that at the end of the Cold War, 1990-1991, when the Soviet Empire fell, when the Soviet Union fell, that the honor of the Russian people and people like him, who was a KGB agent, uh, was very much injured. And he was resentful and has been resentful ever since. Ken, you are somebody that was advising Reagan that was there when a a deal was made with Mikhail Gorbachev. If you were with Vladimir Zelensky and President Putin, what would your advice be? Well, I think Zelensky is doing the most important thing he could do, and that is staying in Kiev. And uh, that's a fantastic thing. And calling on his country to uh, rebel, calling on his country to defend itself, calling on his country to be proud of Ukrainians. You know, during World War II, um, you know, when England was bombed night after night with the Blitz, uh, the King of England, uh, George VI, uh, who was Elizabeth's father, uh, did the most important thing he could do, which was stay in London. A lot of the elite in England sent their kids and their wives to the countryside. Some sent them to Canada because they were safer in Canada, you know, part of the Commonwealth there. Uh, And obviously the king was the most important person besides Churchill in London. And um, when asked many times, let's go to safety, we have to preserve you, he said, I'm staying in London, okay? And my family is staying in London. And Zerinsky is, uh, I think, just amazing, where he says, I'm going to be here. Now, the chances are that the Russian troops will overwhelm Ukraine. Uh, they have, you know, vast times the number of resources. The, the, the uh, chances are it will be more, a lot more costly than Putin ever suspected. Uh, chances are Zelensky may be killed or certainly captured. Uh, you know, as a symbol of the country, that's a great symbol. Hey, Ken, do we have to worry about Putin waving around the nuclear sword? I mean, he 
put nuclear forces on a higher state of readiness? Is this all part of the plan here to get us cowering in the uh, corner and, and not acting on our convictions? I, I don't know that, Paul, I don't know that there's a plan that's to start with. This all seems so irrationally that there's really no plan as, as we present what's happening. Here's uh, somebody who's lashing out for uh, resentment that he's harbored for these 30 years and uh, doing an ultimate scare of the West. Uh, I don't believe that there's any likelihood of a nuclear engagement. I think that President Biden is quite right not to jack up the alert status of U.S. nuclear forces and um, just say, you know, this is another <clears throat> or one of Putin's really big bluffs. Ken, as a former ambassador to the U.N., what would you want to see the U.N. do? And what would you advise Biden to do if he's not already doing it? I would want the U.N. to have a lot more fuss about what's happening in Ukraine. It took them days to have an emergency meeting of the General Assembly. I think it would have been good the day after, say Thursday or Friday. Uh, I think the Security Council which now ironically has as its president the uh, Russian <laughs> ambassador uh, voting in an emergency meeting, and um, just a lot of speeches, a lot of decrying, because really one of the big principles, and this has been true since at least 1815, that one of the big principles of international relations is that you don't invade your neighbor. Okay, you don't take over your neighbor, even though your neighbor's weak, that there's an assumption that a nation state will stay a nation state. That was the principle in 1990 of the Gulf War, where George Bush had this large coalition and including lots of Arab countries and Israel. And because simply they didn't want to stop this principle of keeping the borders sanctum and make them a part of the international process that you're not going to take over neighboring countries. And so I think that Putin is, his explanations for these wars make no sense at all. He says he wants to go into Ukraine or is in Ukraine to denazify the country. It's it's very strange when the president is Jewish, uh, when the president lost relatives in the Holocaust, uh, how much nazification is there, uh, like none, uh, that has to be denazified? It all makes no sense. Ken Edelman, we will call on you again, sir. This was very enlightening, and we so appreciate your insights. Uh, well, I appreciate your questions, and, and may- I appreciate the balmy weather of Minneapolis. <laughs> Maybe next time we can talk Shakespeare, because those that don't know Ken know he's an expert on Shakespeare. Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put on a hat, a little custom. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ken. We appreciate okay, the time. Very good. You got Bye. it. Uh, former U.S. Ambassador to the U.N., Kenneth Edelman. Ah, when we get back, we will lighten things up. Paul has uh, a funny story. I don't want to spoil it. Uh, that's up next. Listen all week long between now and 6 p.m. for your chance to win tickets to see Rod Stewart and Cheap Trick at the XL Energy Center. It's Friday, July 8th. If you're the 10th caller, when you hear a Rod Stewart bumper song, that's what you're listening for, a Rod Stewart bumper song, you are going to score a couple of seats to the show. And then you qualify for the grand prize. That's dinner at Flint and Kindle.
with Get This. It's a pretty good prize because Handsome Husband and I are going to be joining you for that dinner and the concert. So we're going to go to dinner with you. We're going to go to the show with you. And then you get a one-night stay at the St. Paul Hotel after the concert. And no, we are not staying with you at the hotel for the stay. We are going home. You do you. You do your thing. That's not included. That would be illegal. (laughs) But your chance to win is coming up. So listen for the Rod Stewart bumper song. (laughs) That's a fun prize, right, Paul? It is a fun prize. Yeah. Right? We're going to party with me and Handsome Husband. We're going to see Rod Stewart. Good for you. Good for you. I'm glad you're going. Yeah, it'll be fun. You get you get to the next show, my friend. Unless it's Bon Jovi, then I get that one too. Yeah, with the Beastie Boys <laughs> okay, or Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if we have time. We have less than what? What do we have? Forty five seconds. Um. I want to talk about the P in the Woods Index. How many times in the last year, Jordana oh and DJ, oh boy. have you peed in the woods? Oh boy. Uh, I'm not answering. Because it's been zero. I got to get my calculator out and yep. do some I think, math. I would see. imagine it's a big number for you. Yep. For me, it's somewhere between six and 12. When I'm up at the cabin, um, frequently I will, you know, be one with nature. And and the reason, and, and we'll continue this maybe after the break. Let me give the text line, 651-461-9226. Text line, how many times have you peed in the woods? Yeah, for me, it's about six to 12. DJs, oh. probably dozens, right? Scores? Hundreds? Yeah. Again, a calculator, I'll figure it out and let you know. All right. And, and a reason why this is critically important after the break. Stay tuned. Why? Why? If you why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.